0: and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset.
1: We are 1,378 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned for a supposedly this is going to be a non-political podcast. I I don't know how we're going to avoid that, but um, it seems as though we're going to give it a legitimate shot. So what do you have? You want to talk about the um, uh, the grand solar minimum or you have you had another name for it last week. I can't remember what it was, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I was just going to have a little chat. Since Well, first of all, how are you? I'm fine. As long as I'm good, it's okay. I'm always better off than some other people, like you were telling me. But, yeah, let's just hope people get past things.
1: Oh, let's hope, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, there's something to do with... Um... Uh, Because you triggered me because with that line that people were giving you every now and then, like, that's part of climate, climate change, the cooling.
1: (laughs) Yes, the cooling is the warming. Yeah, because I didn't understand. So they had to explain it to me. They said, no, 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 you you don't understand. The cooling is the warming. I said, oh, oh, okay. This is the same person that didn't understand when I told them that plants breathe CO2 and exhale oxygen. They they didn't understand that. So I I guess I was the one in, in error
0: there. Yeah, but like like, like what I would think most people would do, that if they wanted to shout about a subject, they'd research it, and obviously not. Obviously, the whole climate, the answers for the climate come out of those little heat temperature sensors that are in business parks and on concrete and whatever, but let's talk about none of that. We're just going to carry on. Now, since 2015, the distance... Well, the days, the, 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 there's been more days accumulating between sunspots, and it's been noted. It's been interesting. NASA's got it. The Oceanic um, Atmospheric Association's got it, and several other ast- astrological and astronomers. They've all spot, well, spotted it. Sorry, excuse me, pun. They've all seen it, and it's a natural occurrence. Now we grew up learning that the sun goes around in eleven-year cycles, but there is another cycle and it's a very interesting one if we go back to some time in the uk like back to the 1600s the 17th century the thames froze over
1: uh, yeah there was an ice age back then but then we went through a medieval warming
0: period or was that before well basically by the 1800s yeah it had passed by uh, then yeah yeah but no but by the 1800s and something a gentleman Ascertained why this happened, and it's because of a solar cycle. The actual sun went through a solar minimum, and the chap's name was Maunder, so they called it a Maunder minimum. And right? how, how long was the period that that lasted? Not very long. A Maunder minimum usually goes over a period of about three cycle three solar cycles, so you could get it up to about 30 to 40 years. Okay, I was gonna say 30 to 40, 40 it's years. Year. Yeah, okay, yeah, so basically, and then there was one in 18, there was another one in. 1850 wasn't as cold and they didn't call it a modern minimum because somebody wanted to put their name to it and it's some chap's name beginning with d but we are going through another minimum and it's started already the cycle of it has started now i'll I'll, i want to explain how it how it all works because i found it fascinating but the thing is also, when you look at these records, you look at the heating of the Earth and how... So you'd go into everything in depth. And the, the Earth, the background temperature, has only gone up by about one degree since the 1600s, since that Maunder minimum. Just one degree. That's one degree Celsius. And you've got everybody shouting about this, that, and whatever. So this one, when we go through the cycle, they reckon you'll probably... Dropped by about 0.8, maybe, of uh, one degree Celsius. So it's not going to be bad, but it's going to be cool. So it's going to have a cooling effect. They always do, because the Earth follows the Sun. And what really woke me up to this, to have a look at the the Sun, because there's something really fascinating happened the other day, um, or should I say the other week. NASA has a satellite that goes around Mars, and it's it's sensing the... uh, Effects it's on Mars by the uh, solar winds, by the ejections from the sun, which is continuous. But the thing is, we've had some. Uh, we, the, there was a couple of what the, what they like to say, uh, coronal mass ejections. Yeah, but one was travelling faster than the other, so it sort of caught up, and in its wake there was like nothing, no solar wind. So it caught up with the first one, and as they hit the atmosphere of Mars and left no solar wind behind for a short period of time, the actual atmosphere of Mars ballooned. And the satellite, instead of being outside the atmosphere of Mars, was inside it. And it went, this is weird. And apparently it's happened before. Apparently, because when because we're getting bombarded all the time, the atmosphere sort of has a um, teardrop effect. So you've got this pushing back and you've got like a tail. Yeah. So if you're... So if your solar wind drops, it all comes together and your atmosphere actually balloons. And it can go up to four to five times the size. That's quite, quite substantial. Amazing.
1: Yeah, that yeah. is that is quite substantial. Four to five times. That would that put us near the moon? <laughs> I don't know. But it's quite large. It's, well the moon is what? Two hundred is it two hundred and fifty thousand miles away? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that's, yeah, I guess, well, maybe if we do the math, that might be pretty close.
0: Yeah, apparently it's it's amazing. Apparently it happened, um, it happened once, there was a date for it. But, I, I mean, I saw the Mars effect and I thought, wow, how amazing is that? And then I was thought I'd check on the solar staff and then I tripped over this. And the thing is, yeah, uh, everything, the sun affects everything. It affects our weather patterns, it affects everything, yeah? Uh, so, and obviously not that many people are interested in it. The media don't want to hear it unless it's driven or whatever by whatever agenda there is but the fascinating point is we the it's getting longer and longer between solar spots now whereas we have a magnetic field that protects us the sun has about 3 two of them sort of make up one and then there's another one the main one they call the ocean and then these sunspots take about 6 years to circulate and build up inside till they get to the surface and when they get to the surface that's where you get those like whip cords come out so you've got uh, a change in the magnetic field at the solar spot and then you've got this sort of solar ejection whip that's just lashing around this energy and that has its own magnetic field but the sunspot on that are one and the thing is there's like and the rotation of the sun body and the poles are different it's very straight it is a strange cookie of fish and you've got these two magnetic fields which which are sort of um out of phase with each other they call it antiphase now waveform johnny a waveform yeah so if you have a baseline and you have like a a, yeah yeah Uh yeah, and you have like an s on its side so you've got a build up of an s which goes through a maximum positive through the baseline Mm -hmm. it's like what you see on an oscillator yeah yeah it goes through a negative yeah yeah now if you can think of two of those traveling along but one of them is like a bit further behind the other just slightly out of phase yeah yeah but then eventually they get to a point where one is at a positive maximum and the other one is directly at a negative maximum below the positive and this is what they call like a um it's it's like a distortion effect. They don't cancel each other
1: out. It does intersect at some
0: point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when it does, this is where you get a minimum. And this is what is happening. Now it takes a long time to actually. It takes about three cycles. So funnily enough, I always wonder. This, this agenda of uh, 2030, 2050, and yet now we're going into a cycle that will probably extend to that same time, you know? People are very aware of this. Yeah, and not So you are going. So you're going to get this cooling effect.
1: Yeah, but they're yeah. not telling people. I, I agree with you that they are aware of it, but that's I, I've been making the argument for a long time, just obviously not on the podcast because we haven't really talked about it in you know in, in detail like we should be, I guess. But uh, I've been telling people for a long time now. I said, Oh, they know that this is coming because what is this going to do to our crop yields? We're gonna well, have shorter growing it. seasons.
0: Well, yeah, this is it. The I mean, how many people have noticed that they've been thinking, hang on, the season's sort of slightly shifting and there's the growing season is shifting yeah we since we have been moving into this minimum yeah and we will get within the minimum and that does mean less output from the sun the sun means everything to our growing seasons and everything it is going to get manipulated or whatever by some people and we are going through this it probably means we're going to get might hopefully get a couple of good winters out of it Because I do love a good. I like my four seasons. Yeah, well, they you do good.
1: need you do need snow. I mean, I know that a lot of people don't like snow, but snow is essential to, uh, especially the uh, the crop yields come springtime. You need the melt. You know, you have you, got you, to have you, it.
0: You need the melt, and there's a lot of nature needs to go to sleep for a while. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just looking at an everyday garden, if you if you take um, like I have plum tree, apple tree. They should be cut at different times of the year. A plum tree, you cut after it's dropped its yield, it's, it's dropped its fruit and everything, and it, then that's when you cut it. An apple tree and a pear tree like to have their sap just about low, so they're winter cuts. Otherwise, you can, affect, you can affect how these... I mean, left to nature, they just get on with it and they go through it, they go to sleep or whatever. But if you're going to toy around with them, you should know how to and when to prune your trees. Yeah, and your fruits and stuff like that. Otherwise you can affect what some people have gone and oh, they've go didn't get anything this year. When did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you might just upset it a bit, you know? Um you don't generally cause um a disastrous effects, but you could not it could stop your yield the next year and stuff like that. But the temperatures effect of the sun obviously photosynthesis for those people who like to know about it and what plants do yeah it does need light. oh and i wonder how it's going to affect all these um not being political because ordinary people do have solar panels and solar arrays and everything else and will the percentage usage of those drop which could be troubling for somebody i don't know but yeah it's it's really really interesting We're going to we've started to go through it now. It's cycles 25, 26 and 27. Um, So, yeah, that's the best part of 30 years, which will take us to 2050, which is an interesting number. That's a very
1: interesting year. Yeah, they uh, they've got a lot of plans for that year. After they get done to twenty with twenty thirty, yeah, that's their next signpost is twenty uh, fifty.
0: Haven't they just? Um, there are according
1: according to Klaus uh, in the World Economic Forum and their <laughs> white papers. Steer away there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm I'm not being political. I'm just saying according to their white papers that they put out based on their climate models, which we all know where they get those. You mentioned it. These you know ridiculous uh, censored things and all that stuff. Well, anyway, the Great Reset, as they call it, will be complete by 2050. That's what they say in their in their reports at least for now. And then if they survive to 2050, I'm talking about that
0: institution
1: or something similar to it. If they survive to 2050, then it will be Agenda 2100.
0: Well, yeah. If things don't get changed, the agendas will just get pushed and they'll just start again and keep going. It's a shame, but... um I don't think then, they'll make it
1: that far, but that's just my opinion.
0: But yeah. Um Yeah, Uh we've got, obviously... A few things still going. On. I mean, the space industry is still still moving. Um, old Mister Bezos, Blue Origins are still doing stuff. Yeah, because he's been out of picture for a while, hasn't he? And um, he has. Yeah, Virgin Atlantic has been trying to catch up with that pigeonhole and get a few people up there I, and whatever yeah
1: they're, they're doing something and of course musk is
0: is moving full steam ahead on on this starship project musk, this. musk is musk is definitely because he's part of the artemis program with yeah nasa and that but yeah. there's a lot of u.s agencies giving him pressure and everything else unnecessarily and you know making life damn awkward but that's his fight, I'm afraid, and as far as I'm concerned, keep fighting because that starship's had two flights now. the second one was better because they've managed to get because they've got what 33 engines on that thing the far off I believe 30, so 33
1: yeah. thirty it's just
0: under forty yeah yeah, and um they all fired the separation was good the Raptor, which is the next part up actually the Raptor engines up there they fired off as well. And then things went a bit skew f but it's a bit forward, a bit more forward. Um, but he, he does a hell of a lot. He's putting satellites. I hate to think how many satellites are in low Earth orbit at the moment. We're into the thousands now, I believe. Oh, we're, oh no, there's yeah. thousands of them up there. You can actually look up there and spot them. Well, you can, I light. can't, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I do have a definite lack of light pollution. But then I like, you look up and I go, Yeah, that's a mirror image of that and that. And it, it look if if you didn't know better, you'd think you were in they were cornerstones of a of a dome or something, and it's just it going be, it all the yeah. way across it, yeah. 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 That US Space Force X thirty seven B
1: Yeah, isn't that our prototype orbital glider? Yeah,
0: it's it's a robotic. Uh, what they call yeah, it's a, robotic, a robotic ship. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a it's a drone.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been up there several times. I it mean, has, it, yeah. the, lo- the longest time it's been up there is for uh, two to three years, I think it was. You don't hear much uh, about it. You you just hear a couple no, of things here and there. No, no, no. They... That was it, it. Came came back down after two to three years in 2022. I mean, it did get shifted up there on one of um, Musk's um, Falcon 9s. Uh, yeah, so November 2022, I believe, and it was up there for over 900 days. And the launch got scrubbed again the other day. Um, I am a few days behind. I don't know whether they rescheduled it or sh- managed to get it up. Chinese are shoving satellites up there, re- reconnaissance satellites, as they call it. Reconnaissance satellites. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're just defending themselves. That's all they're doing. They, they are. The is, ULA, that the north koreans, is that what the north koreans are doing too they're just i they- haven't
0: i haven't because actually they're putting stuff up it. there
1: too the, yeah, the north koreans but- the iranians and the chinese are all three doing this
0: oh yeah we had something on um the iranians but i haven't seen anything on the north koreans they put
1: two uh um they they just put one up uh what was it like two weeks ago i think oh right yeah they did they put a a surveillance satellite up and supposedly, obviously, you don't you don't know. It could just be communist propaganda. But um, within two hours, they had satellite images of all of our naval facilities in Guam. Marvelous. <laughs> does it really? Does it really matter? No, because they could get that from the Chinese anyway. So it doesn't. Yeah.
0: Or the Russians. So it doesn't is it, really There's enough satellites up there that you could probably get near enough anything. I do like what the Aussies have. They they bump theirs around to look at others <laughs> satellites. I think that's quite excellent yeah. and they're not looking down they're actually looking at what else they're is looking up there at, yeah see what else is up there sure <laughs> um, United Launch Alliance that's um, totally US isn't it it's Lockheed Martin and Boeing I think their new Vulcan Centaur rocket scheduled launch 24th of December that's been cancelled so oh, that's gonna to going to everybody's
1: going to be having eggnog and singing Christmas carols at that time
0: yeah so. oh i get festive well that that was um basically that was meant to they they're meant to have sent a new rocket up and it's meant to have had a um uh the peregrine lunar Lo- lunar lander which was designed by a company called astro astrobotics and that was meant to have gone off and be heading to the moon before christmas but that's not going to happen until next year uh what else have we got oh yeah that was interesting Tech nasa NASA's technology transfer program. It's licensing the rights to a new form of propulsion. It uses electromagnets to control the flow of plasma over an aircraft and spacecraft flying at hyper speeds. Now, what they found out was, right, flying at such speeds, yeah, you get, obviously, you get. Um, There's, going to, me, There's you going to be a lot know, of resistance. There's going to be a lot of. No, you get a massive lo- load of charged particles coming yes. across yeah. around the body. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which, which. Ionized air, yep, I get it, I get it, it makes sense. This is the problem right. we
1: have with um, with some of our hypersonic technology right now, at least publicly, uh, is, is that, is because we're having problems with the current material we have to be able to cope with that.
0: Yeah, so what they're thinking of doing is, embedded into your heat shields, they were going to uh, put two electrodes and then have an electromagnet underneath it. So basically, they reckon they could actually capture energy from these charged particles to either charge a battery system, or they could actually probably use it to sort of charge up a electromagnetic coil and use that energy to allow movement, the actual I f- en- I feel like, energy energy yeah, experience.
1: I feel like that would be the beginnings of almost like a hover technology.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's it, basically like a they're, they're the, trying the to see it. if they can use it to reduce the actual drag of the aircraft as well. Yeah. Yeah, so well, that, yeah, you know sure. it has a has a positive effect, but yeah. the the concept is interesting, and you know, it, it, hang it, on a minute, uh-huh. is this the is this the electromagnetic shielding that they've been kind of toying with? There's
1: a um, there was a patent that was done on this. Bruce and I talked about it, I think about a year year and a half ago, somewhere along in there.
0: Well, they I think they call it MHD, uh, uh magneto
1: hydrodynamics. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, hydrodynamic. Thing. But yeah, yeah. They, they, we saw something. We saw a patent that was filed in the U.S. by uh, I want to say it was uh, a contractor that was doing a DoD thing. And it was public; you could go in and look at it. And it was for a um, um, like an electromagnetic shielding thing for something. We didn't know what the what it was for. Well,
0: I mean, even space isn't empty. Is it? I mean No, there's a lot of radiation up t- there. You, you, yeah, and you still got particles. That's why they start they they uh, always had the idea of the ramjet theory of like these great big magnetic cells and scoops just pulling particles in and then pushing them through a cesium reactor and getting propulsion out the end of it and stuff like that. The ramjets, and that yeah, but we're talking slowly gathering up linear speed and being out there for generations sort of thing if you're going to do any distances but people came up with that because they knew the distances but they had to psychologically we've always had to do stuff like that because we know that uh, the curvature of space and time and everything else meant it would take us a long time to get anywhere until technology catches up so for the sake of <laughs> not going loony and not thinking we're not going to get off the rock, they had to create the science to actually say, OK, it might take us a long time. Musk but, yeah. actually
1: uh, Musk actually did the math. He had his, his people at SpaceX sit down and do the math once. I heard him talking about this on Joe Rogan's podcast uh, quite a while ago. It's not the most recent one that he did. It's been two or three of them ago. Um, but he said that for us, as in the human species right now, for us to colonize... With sublight speeds, right? So, with our current speed, or maybe even just a little bit faster, kind of thing, you know, with advancements, given what you could predict in advancements with technology, it would take us to colonize the entirety of the Milky Way galaxy,
0: right? So, oh, just nuts.
1: one million years
0: is what they well, that's came up n- with. Yeah, that's just yeah. nuts, man. Yeah. But it's just, a, yeah, it's an incredible amount of time and maybe even longer. Could be longer, yeah, say. sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but thankfully, stars do last a long time they do yes they last yeah. a little bit longer than a million years yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah which you know because some people go cool really yeah won't they be going won't the lights be going out no million years is a bit of an itch in you know that's nothing in <laughs> terms
1: of the cosmos a million years no. is
0: nothing that's a blink of an eye no 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 it's not and when you think that um we're we're not even a blink but there's there's so much there i just We've lost the spark. We need to get out there. Uh, we need to just keep going. Mankind has to flourish because we have such great possibilities. And if we're stupid enough not to, stupid enough to wind up and mess it all up, it's a bit silly. But um, yeah, that is one thing. I mean, somebody asked me today. I was um, I had to go... Um, I, I, I was going to do, I actually was going to go Christmas carol, but I had to go get my daughter um, because she was coming back early and she's obviously cold and stuff. I said, I'll catch you in the chippy. So we went, I was, I was standing in the chippy and there's someone there and I'm giving it, oh yeah, um, parents, uh, they're still there, they're, they're 90 years old. And I went, yeah, okay, 90 years old. You know what I said to my mum when she was 90? I said, if it, where's it at, mum? I went, why is that? And she went, hey there, I said, you stop shrinking at 90, mum. So you've just got all those aches and pains to go with you. And she nearly made 102, bless her art. And we just got talking and he, and he went, yeah, it's a long time to live though, isn't it? I said, and he went, would you want to live that age? I went, i want to live a lot longer than that. Good Lord, if I had the ability, as long as I had my senses, I don't mind. But that's yeah, it. Sure. The fac- have your faculties. I would love to live a long time because it's fascinating. Knowledge is fascinating. To actually see people achieve things is fascinating. I suppose having a child later on in life re-energizes that because you're watching somebody else achieve yeah yeah so you know i was trying to think but why and i thought yeah it's probably part of it yeah you know but yeah we've gotta we've we really have to get to grips with things i don't think people do find knowledge fascinating but it's taking a back seat people are bored I don't necessarily think they're
1: bored. I think they're just they're too preoccupied with entertainment. They don't want to you, learn about anything real. I mean, we've been I, making this argument for years.
0: Yeah, I went down country and um I met up with um you could say three or four different young individuals and one of the questions was why should I bother? Because they don't see the future they want to try and attain attainable. You know what I mean? Like um they would, they would like to, if education wasn't so expensive at the university level, which puts a barrier up to most of them, which has only really happened and become nasty in the UK over the last decade or so. Um, yeah, it's, they, and oh, a few of them have got that, and they're bright, bright. They've, they go through school, they come out of school, they get the uh, A-pluses, whatever, ever, and then they think A-level, and then... Am I going to be able to do the university? And a lot of them, because they can't even, the, the poor youngsters are going to struggle unless they get support. And, and that's not a political thing. I just worry for them. I, it, like I say, it's a time of reflection. But positive side of that is, hopefully, after we had a chat, they're going to give it a go and everything. We had a chat and I said, well, yeah, you've got to do it for yourself. You only let yourself down. Go for it. Stand your own two feet and prove to them that you can crack a nut. And that's what everyone's got to do. Otherwise, it gets, it's going to get seriously boring. It's going to get seriously I, boring, I think it's
1: seriously boring already. You know, I'm bored. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going in circles here, and we're on a dead end of nowhere with all
0: this climate crap
1: and this <sighs> yeah, it's whatever. Just a drain. It's, yeah, it's, it's just silly
0: drain. It's silly drain. Silly. It is, yeah. It is the 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 whole cycle of everything if i mean whether you believe in religion or you believe in the universe or whatever everything starts here and to some extent elon's got it right we need to get out there to exponentially give our chance a survival percentage higher percentage chance of survival but also once you get out there once you start finding all the minerals once you start finding all that uh, what you've got in the asteroid belt, what you've got at Mars, everything, then you can really start looking after your house. Then that's when the Earth benefits. Because at the moment, it's all squabble and you're still using up everything here, just squabbling and going backwards. It's a negative, it's a massive negative. It's a massive negative. Uh, was that political? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But anyway, you can't really I get hope- away from it you know. in in, in, every, in
1: this in this day and age when everything's political. You can't really get away from it. It's really I hard know
0: it, it's it's a bit nuts. We yeah, we we are at Crossroads where we just could get out of there and have so much fun. Yeah, hard work, fun, but it'd be very, very interesting. And the one thing that I because I'm in the higher bracket of age and I saw the early days of the moon race, it's not going to be me. I am gonna to have to be an observer, which is a shame, really. But hey ho, never mind.
1: Well, it's been a nice little short one. You got anything else before you uh, get away? We're gonna have a special roundtable coming up on Friday this week with myself, you, and uh, and Marty. I am looking forward to that. We'll be burning the Yule log, I think, before we uh, before we head off oh. for the uh, the Christmas holiday.
0: Yeah. Well, I just um, yeah, I hope everybody gets a decent Christmas present this year. It doesn't have to be massive. It just uh, it just has to be yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) People ask, don't they? What do you want for Christmas? Just a good time. Sit around, plenty of food, put a smile on my face, be happy. Yeah. Watch other people open presents because I don't know, you get to a point where you give it, what do I need?
1: Yeah. You just don't need anything anymore. You know, I was, I was struggling to come up with some things this year and I'm like, yeah, I just, I, I don't want anything. You know, I, I really don't. There's nothing. Uh, things that I could just pick up myself. You know what I mean? Throughout the year. And it, it doesn't really matter to me anymore. As long as everybody's happy and healthy and has a great holiday season, that's all that matters to me.
0: It is. But that's a massive, isn't it? It is. That's a big ask. And this all, time, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Just um, try and put a smile on someone's face, whether you know them or not. That'll be good. Good Christmas present. But there you right, go. my friend. I'm going.
1: Very good. I will see you later on in the week. It's been a great conversation. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone, and have a great evening. Bye, all. Bye.